Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game. There's a ladder that's reaching. There's a ladder that's reaching into the heavens. It's based on the earth's in our hearts. We clamor for wisdom. We reach for the run, but really don't know where to start. We all get so close, yet we all seem so far from that first step we really could take. We've got to slow down, so we'll really speed up on this journey we really could make. But that ladder just rests while we keep on our quest, finding chairs and small mountains to climb. The wind and the sun and the rain that does come show that ladder does not bend to time. We've got to step up by stepping on down to God's love dwelling deep in our hearts. We've got to climb out by climbing on in to the spiritual sea that can't part. Society's ladders are broken or small. They're gone when we need them the most. The ladder within is a definite friend. Our very own heavenly host. There's a ladder that's reaching way up to the sky. Above where the birds slowly glide. That ladder is reaching so deep in our hearts and the first rung is waiting inside. Special thanks to Dan O'Connor for his instrumental entitled Blue Devil Plane, found at danosongs.com.
resting on our laurels. There are so many Christians who are not following God, not listening to what he has to say in his word. Around the world, in all denominations, we find reasons to play it safe. We don't want to upset the apple cart of status quo where our faith is concerned. We won't allow Jesus to drive the money changers who are dwelling in our hearts from the sacred altar of God within us. When will we learn that all we want and need is God? When will we learn that nothing on this earth will ultimately satisfy us but submitting to His perfect love and will? I come from a New Age background. God ordained my path through my parents, and I praise God and thank Him, knowing that He always had my best interests in His heart. God knew all along that He would draw me back to my original faith, before my parents' diversion into New Age. Now I study His Word as a full-fledged Christian, hungering to know Him better and allow Him to use me for His purposes. Since I've accepted Jesus as my Savior and am trying to fully appreciate what He did for me on the cross, my salvation is assured. If you've done that, yours too is assured. But salvation is not an excuse to quit growing in the Lord. It should be a wonderful and magnificent gateway to God in our current earthly life. Why so often isn't it? Perhaps we're just not carrying the truth far enough. Resting on our laurels. Those in the New Age movement have this tendency, as do Christians, I would guess that this is inherent in all religions throughout the world. It seems the impotency of all religious thinking is apparent in this world, so filled with problems with our relationships, with our political systems and finances, problems with crime and hunger and poverty. In the name of religion, masses of God's children congregate on imaginary lines to strike at one another and cause projectiles to be flung into the bodies of those they would label the enemy. The root cause of it all is a lack of genuine love and compassion for one another or not carrying the truth as Jesus taught it far enough. Jesus' idealisms become too unreachable to us and apathy sets in. In the New Age movement, the belief in reincarnation is a way of resting on one's laurels. The idea of reincarnation, or coming again into an earthly body after death, is to enter cycles of progressive enlightenment. The idea is that one would eventually reach the point where reincarnation would stop because you have arrived. Then, I'm guessing, one would live in some sort of eternal wisdom. This, too, can cause a lack of motivation. The New Agers would have no need to strive to become all God would want for them here and now because they could always take another crack at it in the next life or the one after that. 
There is also the danger of thinking the truth is unreachable, and so apathy could set in. Many these days are seeking wisdom and guidance from spirits through seances, channeling, and various methods of communicating with the dead. Others give deity to animals or elements of the earth, offering their praise and thanksgiving to created things and creatures rather than the Creator. Why would anyone prefer to seek counsel from human or animal spirits when they have been granted complete access to Almighty God Himself? It makes no sense. Unless perhaps they too are resting on their laurels in another way. If they avoid the absolute wisdom and authority of the Holiest One, then they do not have to allow themselves to be purified and made more like Him. How sad this is, because they are missing so much of the joy that comes from fellowship with the Lord. As Christians, we have the blessed assurance of salvation. Our ticket is punched. What else matters? Why should we draw near to God and be pruned and bear fruit? Why learn to love others? Why try to walk in purity, peace, and holiness? Why seek the heart of the Father? Why not just rest on the laurels of salvation? Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. He gave us His Holy Spirit to dwell within us. The Comforter is ours once we get into the habit of giving our own carnal thinking, our our sinfulness, over to Jesus and recognize Him as our wonderful Counselor and Savior, both now and for eternity. This Holy Spirit is fantastic and never fails us as we learn to hear and obey Him. Why would we want to follow our own leading, our own way, when the only true way has already been given to us. It requires humility to reach a state of mind where we no longer want to resist God's desire to bring us spiritual increase. We tend to fight Him all along the way. How sweet it is to finally rest in God and let Him have His way with us. This is becoming as a little child, eager to follow Dad and eager to let Him show us our potential. This is what God wants to do. He wants us to drop our rebellious attitude, our know-it-all ways, and humbly slip into His arms for lasting comfort and joy and peace now. Many New Age practices become the ultimate manifestation of human desire for control. The use of psychics, tarot cards, Ouija boards, astrology, numerology, and any other ology that tends to use people, conditions, or any outside sources to try to determine, predict, or affect outcomes is fruitless And because it delays salvation, it postpones what God would have us learn to do. Wait upon the wisdom and guidance of the Holy Spirit. To choose to do something else shows a lack of trust in God and shows a rebellious desire to oversee one's own life and destiny.
Why does mankind struggle to get information from every other imaginable source except the one source that has the answer? Why desire to bear the responsibility of our mistakes? Why not drop all other methods of obtaining information and simply call on the Lord Jesus Christ for all our needs? As we perceive God's wisdom, we become aware of our own ignorance. This state of humility gives us the grace to be the blessing to others we were meant to be as children of God. The love He gives us is meant to be shared with everyone, and it is through the Holy Spirit that we get our directions and obtain our mature walk with the Lord. It is through the Holy Spirit that we are empowered to do the things Jesus asked us to do while He walked this earth, and it is through the Holy Spirit that we learn how and when to bring others to the Lord for their salvation. It must be understood that it isn't really us doing these things. It is God doing them through our willing and humble minds and hearts. Humility is so very necessary before true love for others can occur. Many Christians at times have over-proselytized and have become somewhat ego-centered and carnal-minded. This is possible if one is filled with judgment. For this, the world has judged them and rejected the gospel. This is regretful, for God's word is true and wise and wonderful, even if the human messenger is not. If Christians would only allow God to purify their minds and hearts, their clean intentions would be more readily seen and accepted by the desperate lost. The Holy Spirit will show us how to go out into the world in true joy, not judging, for if we judge, we shall be judged. With God's wisdom, it is not necessary to be constantly bringing the world's judgment onto ourselves. Salvation is assured when Jesus is freely accepted as our present and future Savior and our inconsistencies, carnal thinking, and sins are given to Him. The problems come when we no longer see God's salvation as an entrance to Christ's ever-increasing realm of joy, transforming us into His glorious likeness. Too often we slip back into our normal carnal living, satisfied that we've got it made now that we've accepted Christ as our Savior. For Christ to be our Savior, we must allow Him to save us, but too often we relegate Him onto the bottom shelf in our minds. When we do that, we've shelved our salvation, not obtained it. In that sense, salvation can become the laurel on which Christians rest and stop seeking to hear God's holy voice. Perhaps we are afraid to totally give our lives to Christ. If that is the case, we should remember what Jesus said, He who tries to save his life will lose it, but he who gives his life for my sake shall find eternal life. 
That means we need to quite literally step out on the limb and truly fall into the waiting arms of our Lord and Savior. We cannot build faith and trust in God unless we first let go of all the earthly things in which we have placed our faith and trust. I have been very impressed with Merlin Carruthers' books on praise. Praising God for all things, good or bad, builds trust in God and allows miracle after miracle to come forth. Reading Merlin's books will motivate you in this and the results will be obvious when you try it. Remember, you are not trying to manipulate God or find some sort of back door into God's knowledge. You are just trusting Him completely and praising Him for place any name, condition, or worry here. And by doing this, God will handle the problem as only He can. Let there be no more excuses for putting off obtaining a direct relationship with God. Stop resting on the laurels of salvation. Jesus came to show us how, by His life and teaching here on earth. He then died for us on the cross, giving us eternal life as we so believe, and access to God and His forgiveness through His Holy Spirit. Now the ball of true submission is in our court. Do we play by God's rules, or do we continue to sleep, thereby missing out on the many blessings and miracles that God wants to accomplish, not by us, but through us. Behold, the dawn is breaking, and splendor is breaking, when all the earth, awaking at Jesus' name, shall bow. When he who once our sorrow bore shall reign supreme from shore to shore, triumphant now and evermore, our coming King of glory. Behold, the dawn is spreading in beauty is spreading. The beams of love are shedding the light of joy divine. From Zion's tower the watchmen cry, Rejoice, rejoice, the time is nigh when we shall meet our Lord on high, our blessed King of glory. O dawn of rapture, telling where music is swelling within our Savior's dwelling above the stars that shine where we shall breathe the fragrant air of yonder clime serene and fair and all his faithful ones shall wear a promised crown of glory. Behold, the dawn is breaking in splendor is breaking when all the earth 
awaking at Jesus' name shall bow. When he who once our sorrow bore shall reign supreme from shore to shore, triumphant now and evermore, our coming King of glory. Behold, the dawn is spreading. In beauty is spreading. The beams of love are shedding. The light of joy divine. From Zion's tower the watchmen cry, Rejoice, rejoice, the time is nigh when we shall meet our Lord on high, our blessed King of glory. O dawn of rapture, telling, where music is swelling, within our Savior's dwelling, above the stars that shine, where we shall breathe the fragrant air of yonder clime, serene and fair, and all his faithful ones shall wear a promised crown of glory. Behold, the dawn is breaking, in splendor is breaking, when all the earth awaking at Jesus' name shall bow. When he who once our sorrow bore shall reign supreme from shore to shore, triumphant now and evermore, our coming King of glory, our coming King of glory, our coming King of glory. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for his instrumental entitled The Britons, found at Incompetech.com. Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game. We're so tired of this grandstand world Where feelings never seem to change Sometimes this world seems so unjust I think we'll find, I hope we'll find That through your mind, the sidelines aren't for us 